أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حيا الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده رسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا respected and honorable ulama elders and brothers as muslims we are all aware that we are in the month of muharram and tomorrow will be the day of ashura with regards to ashura we all understand that it has obtained its significance
significance and we had been informed about it by our Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with regards to incidents that had occurred before the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In the year 61 of the Hijrah, that was after the passing away of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the very sad incident of Karbala had taken place. A sad incident in the sense that Zulam oppression was the reason why the grandson of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyiduna Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu was not only martyred but he was beheaded. Brothers and friends, at this time of the year, many use this time of the year as a platform to try and contaminate our iman, our belief system, and our love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Sahaba and the Ahli Bayt. Before we go further, we need to understand that the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam were the best group of people after the Anbiya alayhi wasallatu wasallam. And then the Ahli Bayt in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam were Sahaba and they were Ahli Bayt. They had these two different titles that one can speak about. But the important aspect is that they are in the time of Nabi Ali Salam, they were Sahaba and they are the Ahli Bayt, the family of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The effort that is going around is trying to propagate the belief that there was animosity between the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the Ahl Bayt. A simple example would be that if we want to accord a person some honor, some dignity, we could do so. But not at the expense of discrediting somebody else. If you and I say that Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala who was the greatest human after the Anbiya alayhi musalatu wassalam, we cannot say it at the expense, وَنَعُوذُ billah Allah forbid, at the expense of the honor of Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. We cannot say he was good and he was bad. When we look at the Ahli Bayt and particularly Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu and the relation between them, then friends we will come to the conclusion that it is either propaganda or it is a myth that there was animosity between the household of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the rest of the Sahaba. A person by the name of Yazid, Yazid ibn Habban, he narrates that once a few of us decided to visit the great Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Sayyiduna Zaid ibn Arqam radiallahu ta'ala anhu. By that time, Sayyiduna Zaid radiallahu ta'ala anhu had reached a very old age. And when we visited him, we asked him to narrate something that he had heard from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sayyiduna Zayd radiallahu ta'ala anhu begins the narration and he says, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I am a human, I am insan. Soon the time would come when the caller the messenger from Allah will come and call. In other words, Malakul Maut. And I will respond to the call. In other words, I will leave this world. Inni tarikun fikum thakalain. I leave within you two very mighty, heavy aspects. One and the first is Kitabullah. 
the Quran. That person that follows the Kitabullah will gain hidayah. He will be guided. And the person that leaves Kitabullah, that person will be misguided. And the second that I leave that is heavy and mighty is the Ahle Bayt. Honor and respect for the Ahle Bayt. Brothers and friends, when we look at the honor and the reverence of the Ahle Bayt and how Sahaba had honor for the Ahle Bayt, we will go through a few incidents and we'll begin with Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala most appropriately. That in his Khilafah, Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala has a discussion with Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And one aspect of that discussion that is recorded, he said to Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, O Ali, undoubtedly, I love the family of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam more than I love my own family. On this, we know that Khilafat of Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu had begun in a difficult situation after the demise of our Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu on one occasion mounts his horse. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu comes to him and he asks him, O Khalifatul Rasul, where are you going? He said, I'm going out in the path of Allah. A Sahabi, it has never been documented that a Sahabi stopped another Sahabi from going out in the path of Allah. But this incident, when Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu said to Sayyidina Abu Bakr, O Khalifatul Rasul, if you go out, this ummah will be orphaned if anything should happen to you. Now is this not regard for the leadership of Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu and hence Sayyidina Ali convinces him to come back to Medina Tayyibah. In the time of Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala anhu had achieved some victories and as those victories were being achieved the booty was being moved to Medina Munawwara. Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala who looks at this consignment a huge consignment of clothing and he goes through this huge consignment of clothing and as he distributes he keeps a very expensive beautiful shawl on the one side. People began to wonder who is the recipient of the shawl? And then he calls upon Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu and he says, Hussein, I have kept this aside for you. Is that animosity? Is that animosity? Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu in his khilafat, a huge consignment of goods come from Yemen. And Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu begins to scrutinize and he looks through it and he looks through it. And then he decides to distribute and then he distributes it amongst the people of Medina Tayyibah. And then he writes to the governor of Yemen that I had scrutinized but I had not found any shawl, any garb, any garment that befitted the shan of the two grandsons of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, al-Hasan wal Hussein. Hence, this is an order that you find the finest cloth to have the finest garment sewn for al-Hasan and Hussein and then send it to Medina Tayyibah. When it had come, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu had then handed these two garbs over to them. Brothers, who is Hassan and who is Hussein? Ummul Fadl radiallahu ta'ala anha, she was the wife of Sayyidina 
Abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. The uncle of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The uncle of Sayyidina Ali radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. She once in a state of concern comes to Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And she says, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I had seen a dream that I disliked. A dream that was scary, frightening. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Ummul Fadl, Describe your dream, narrate the dream. She says, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I saw myself sitting and I saw a piece of your flesh fall on my lap. That is the scary part. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam smiled and he said to her, Ummul Fadl, That is Basharat, that is glad tidings. My Fatima will give birth and she will give birth to a boy and that boy will be in your lap, in your care. Nonetheless, that is exactly what has hap- what had happened. And Ummul Fadl was one of those women that had suckled Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Ya'ala ibn Murra, he narrates that once we were going with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on an invitation. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he sees Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu and like grandparents would do, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kneels down and he puts his hand out for Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu to run towards him. And then Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya'ala ibn Murrah says, he didn't just stand there, he moved to the right. So Sayyidina Hussein changed his direction to the right. Then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to where he was. And then he moved and Sayyidina Hussein changed his direction. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went to the left. And like that, he made Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu change his direction. And then Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam grabbed him and he said, Al-Husaynu minni wa ana minhu. Hussein is from me and I am from Hussein. Ahabb Allah man ahabb al-Hasan wal-Husayn. May Allah love that person who loves Sayyidina Hassan and Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Brothers, that was these two personalities. But going forward, we find Sahaba had such regard for Sayyidina Hassan and Sayyidina Hussein. They understood that these were not personalities that were attached to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam just because of their blood. But they were personalities that were revered because of the piety and the pious qualities that Allah Taala had bestowed upon them. Once Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu had completed a janazah salah and after the janazah salah he walked in the company of Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhu understand well the Sayyidina Abu Huraira was a very elderly sahaba. Sayyidina Hussain radiallahu ta'ala was very young. So because for some reason he sat, Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala who took out his own shawl and he began to wipe the feet of Sayyidina Hussain radiallahu ta'ala. Sayyidina Hussain marveled. He showed surprise and he said, Abu Huraira, so he replied that you are revered in our eyes. Whose eyes? In the eyes of the sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One last incident and then we continue. Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Abdullah ibn Abbas was the cousin of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Once 
some horses were brought and these two grandsons of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi sallam Al-Hassan and Al-Hussein both of them needed to be embarked on the horse. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala who was no ordinary sahabi. He was known as Hibrul Ummah. He was known as Bahrul Uloom, the sage of this Ummah, an ocean of knowledge. Raisul Mufassil, the leader of all the Mufassirin, a great alim. He takes Sayyidina Hassan, not because he was a little child, that he could not embark onto the horse, but he was already a little of age. But he takes him and he places him on the horse. Then he takes Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu ta'ala and he places him on, a, on the next horse. And he says, if only this ummah knows the worth of these two grandchildren of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam, brothers and friends. The incident that took place at Karbala, undoubtedly it's a very sad incident. It is an incident that takdeer is takdeer. But it could have been averted. And there is no doubt in the fact that as ummatis of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we express sorrow and grief. And together with that, understanding the great honor of both the grandchildren and all the offspring of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam, all of that in our hearts. But we need to understand that the day of Ashura did not gain its significance from the incident of Karbala. Look at it in a logical perspective. Karbala took place in the year 61 after Hijrah. 61 years, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam had passed away in the 10th year of the Hijrah. So 50 years after Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam had left this dunya, the incident occurred. The virtue of this incident, the virtue of the day of Ashura had been narrated to us by our Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam 50 years before. And you will hear in the program tonight, inshallah by our Imam Hazrat Mufti Mahmoud Saab, with regards to other aspects of Ashura, but understand it was a, a day when Allah Ta'ala had chosen the emancipation of Sayyidina Musa alayhi salatu wasalam and according to other Anbiya, uh, according to other narrations, other Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. May Allah tabarakuh wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq, may Allah give us in our hearts the love for each and every Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and may Allah tabarakuh wa ta'ala Keep us with Iman, and may our Iman be strengthened. There's just one announcement, that in this Jamaat Khana, inshallah, a day for the elderly will be celebrated, or rather held, on Saturday afternoon, the 19th of August, after Zuhar Salah. There will be some ulama and doctors that will be here to share the knowledge, inshallah, and there will be a bride that will be given. Those that are interested should contact our Imam Saab, Mufti Saab, Muhammad Iqbal, Hafiz Arif, and also Yusuf Mutara. May Allah wa ta'ala always give it in our hearts that we honor our elders and we honor our young ones. May Allah ta'ala give us a good.